0: Cam, it's Marcus. Welcome and good evening. How you doing?
1: Good, Cam. Good. Hey, I'm on a. I also run an aquariums. Probably um, other calls. It's it's a pretty um, pretty thriving industry, I think. With the amount of people that have been ringing about it tonight.
0: Well, so I'm thinking about this because I'm amazing how businesses work. Um,
1: I reckon the internet would
0: be good for your line of work because people could actually work. The internet's good for everything, isn't it? Because you want to do tropical fish, you just get on YouTube.
1: One hundred percent. Um your Instagram, people like um looking at visual stuff and Instagram taking photos and videos of your fish and stuff like that works really well as well.
0: Yeah, okay. So
1: when so when yeah, did you yeah. get into it, Cam? Uh fifteen or so years ago.
0: Okay. Because because that was your thing and then you started just having too many fish and you started selling them?
1: Um yeah, I actually got given a, a turtle to start with, believe it or not. Yes. And then um yeah, then the fish came along after that and then uh started breeding a few and one tank led to about, I don't know, 80 or 90 and then all of a sudden I've got a shop doing it. So are you involved
0: with a group of people? Do you meet on a Thursday or something like that or you're just all on the internet? I mean, are there, because I know that your people have a kind of a passion, they love meeting in groups and telling each other. Does that happen yeah. with
1: you guys? Yeah, there's definitely um, aquarium groups around the place. Um I'm not involved in one because the the local one to me have meetings on nights that I can't attend. Yep. Most most regions in New Zealand have got a um, a club that, you know, they, they go around other people's houses and talk about fish sort of once a month. Normally and there's a um hang, hang,
0: hang, hang, hang on Cam hang on I've got to stop you there. I had no idea. So yeah. they go around and you look at each other's setup and you ask questions and talk about it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And like a lot of clubs once a year, they'll go around like one day, they'll, they'll go from everyone's house and look at everyone's set-ups and um, sometimes they have like competitions for best fish and best aquariums and stuff like that. It's a, it's a real thriving hobby. It's, it's it's great fun.
0: And you'd put on a feed, if the people came around to your house on that day, would you put on a feed or have drinks or would you, you'd make a night of it, would you?
1: Yeah, nice and casual chips and dips sort of thing. Um, right. Yeah, it's it's just, yeah, it's a really, really good and easy-going hobby but because it's based in people's houses, like you're next to an keep fishing, you'd never know because yeah. if you don't go and see them, you don't know.
0: And is it a bit like is a bit like kombucha or something like that, if you've got a couple of spare fish you give someone to, you give one to your mate, is it are there? Swap are and things like that?
1: Yeah, yep. there's lots of that. There's plenty of that. Um plants and fish and you know, you're you're breeding this and someone's breeding that and oh yeah, do you want some of these? And I'll swap you some of them. That that that's really common. And that that's how the hobby grows with People sharing what they've got and sharing their experiences and stuff like that.
0: And does the does how do people get connected with each other? I mean, obviously it's through your shop, is it, or does it happen before that?
1: Uh, Facebook is pretty thriving. There's a, there's a lot of um, hobbyist groups on Facebook.
0: Yeah, that, of course um, that's the way for everything now, isn't it? Such an easy thing to do. Yeah. Put you know, go to do a tropical fish group, and suddenly everyone's there. eh? exactly. Yep. And what's the, what's the uh, what's the shop going like? It goes good or it's hard graft. I mean, obviously they say turn your turn your passion into your job, and you never work a day in your life, or you go broke.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I even the bad day at works for a better day than, than what I was previously doing. I, I just I love it. I love talking to to fish about with people about fish and aquariums, and it's yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I think the hobby is is on the way up. I think it did low for a little bit, and one of your previous callers said something about it, but peaking in the 90s. I, I definitely think it did, but I think we're we're on the way back up again. And I think things like Facebook and YouTube and stuff like that are making it um, more open and more more available to people. So I think there's more people getting in into the hobby because of that. Um, it's not a kids' thing though either, is it? I mean, there are kids. You've always
0: met kids at school that are mad on lizards and axolotls and frogs and stuff. Were you, we, you, we you at school, that had sort of cousins like that. Was that what you were like?
1: Uh, no, I got into keeping fish uh, out of school. Um, yeah, okay. But there's there's
0: definitely
1: no barriers to it from age to to anything. Like, if you've got an interest, you can you can have it in your house. Um, the only barrier is your imagination and what you can do and uh, and what you want to do with your fish tank, and you in your aquariums and stuff like that. There's, yeah, there's plenty of young kids that come in with their parents and there's plenty of um, elderly that come in and there's absolutely no limits to it.
0: Because the old days there used to be heaps of kind of pet shops that were always slightly gross because they smelt smelled of old um, mm. guinea pigs and stuff like that that had some tropical fish in the background but it seems what you're, you and some of the other callers are talking about like the modern thing is like separate shops that are just fish. Is that right?
1: Yeah, there's, there's definitely specialist stores. Um, there's obviously still pet stores that have them as well, um, but there's at least sort of half a dozen specialist stores that I can think of around the country. Um, never have, I've,
0: never, I've never heard of it. I've never, <laughs> I've never, I've never, I've never seen What? Which area are you in, Cam?
1: I'm down in Nelson.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah. Never heard of it. And you got like all the tanks there, and you get the sieve and you buy the fish and give it to them in the bag, all that sort of stuff? Yep, that's exactly it. Wow. And what are, they, what are, think, up and, what, what are the must-have new fishes?
1: Uh, the electric blue um, rams are pretty popular. Uh, a lot of the dwarf, dwarf cichlids are quite popular, which are different to what the other callers spoke about, the African cichlids. So they're, the, yes. they're both cichlids, but they're from different parts of the world. Um, yep. So yeah, the dwarf cichlids are pretty popular. Um, so uh, aquascaping, as we mentioned before, which is growing plants in a really aesthetic-pleasing way. Um, now, way up as well.
0: what would those plants be that you'd be growing?
1: Uh, so they all sort of come from different areas of the world. So there's cryptocorynes and anubias, and they all, all grow differently, and they all have different leaf shapes and structures, and and require different things. Um, okay, different so they, they, are, they, they are they
0: are they are they're like a like a seaweed. They're a plant that grows underwater, right? Is it? they well, there a seaweed? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I wouldn't say a seaweed, but they're they're a plant that grows underwater. Most yeah. of them are. Okay. Be considered a, a a weed, I suppose, in their native water waterways. Okay. Hmm.
0: Anyone doing anything like native fish, like corbaccu or anything like that?
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, there's a there's a very much a thriving um, area of that. Um, I'm not allowed to sell any native um, fish, just due to regulations. Um, but you're allowed to catch your own as long as they're not um, endangered or have catch limits, sort of thing. Um, but okay. there's definitely a, a, a sub hobby that that people are keeping natives and getting a chiller in their in their tanks so the water doesn't get too warm um, to keep to keep the natives going. Um, there's lots of work going around with that.
0: Because I know um I, and since I've got you, know, I know I was spent a weekend in Turangi like about ten years ago, and there's a fish hatchery there, and yep. as part of it, they've got a a whole lot of aquariums with. The Galax, galaxiads and copaku—that uh, yeah. you know the, the white whitebait—and they are the most spectacular-looking fish. They looked—I couldn't believe it because you never see them that big, and they're extraordinary-looking.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I love them. They're ridiculously aggressive as well. <laughs> my, my knowledge on the natives isn't from, but I do know there are some pretty aggressive natives
0: <laughs> I don't know where you're going to go with that. I'm going to say they're ridiculously expensive, ridiculously edible, and oh, they no. you're going to say ridiculously aggressive. Yeah,
1: they can put some pieces off off of things all the time.